rise and shine. Uh, what's up there, buddy? Hey, buddy. Uh, what are we doing today? I missed you. Oh, I missed you too, buddy. I missed you terribly. Oh, God. Um, Can I get you another C3? So, C4. C4. So, let me tell you, I've said this to you countless times. I'm sure our audience has heard me say it as well. What's going on here? Um, <laughs> You're in bed. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yesterday, last night, yeah. was a classic day in which, uh, like I, I've said it before, I, I, I've never wanted to stop watching uh, Dinos, Drive-Ins, and Dots. Yes. Only physical realities in our world yeah. have, have stopped I me. W- I, I, you stayed a bit later than me. Yeah. I, I don't know. Sure. I don't know how much later, but I... <laughs> I mean, I was staring down the barrel of a 6 a.m. wake-up call. Right, And right. at a certain point... Yeah, that's scary. 1 a.m. takes on a different meaning to a for, person. For sure. I um, I stayed for at least, I think, just two more uh, episodes <laughs> after you left. But how can you really tell? Because they so seamlessly Ex- merge into one another. Exactly. And nothing, nothing says that, like watching them in succession so we picked some point sure one of the seasons and then watch like three or four just in a row right you're not like skipping around you're like ooh, i've always wanted to see what they have in charleston exactly and so we saw exactly so we saw three episodes with at least one episode with at least one segment each in jackson wyoming oh jackson hole or just jackson no not hole jackson yeah Okay. Jackson, Wyoming, and he kept getting further and further from downtown. Now, that much I know, because he, he from he was, bustling downtown Jackson, exactly. population two thousand eight hundred and forty-one. <laughs> exactly, and he's like, first he's like, this is just a, a half block down the main stretch, and then by the the second he's like, this is just four point five miles from downtown. Like Jesus Christ. You're in the boonies, buddy. <laughs> we all know Jackson's best eateries are, right. are near their city center. The uh, the the Jackson skyline is seared on the American consciousness. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, by the last one, he went to a Mexican restaurant that I will just say he had to add an enormous amount of hot sauce to his pozole. <laughs> Oh, this is killer, Pasoli. Can you pass the hot sauce? <laughs> it was it was as humiliating as any as anything I've seen on on Dinosaurs and Oh my god! Well, as a result of that uh, wonderful evening, truly wonderful evening, <laughs> yeah. I've got to say, <laughs> at least one of your hosts today is a little worse for the wear. You dragon? I'm dragon. <laughs> I don't know what that's like, but. Here you dragon. <laughs> uh, but I did have my morning glory muffin, so all is all is right with the world. Oh, excellent! Yeah, it excellent. was extra dry today. <laughs> <laughs> Unimaginable. Um, all right. Do you want to welcome our esteemed colleagues? I call them colleagues at this point. They're no longer listeners. They sure, are, sure. They're uh, right here with us. Our 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 um, meal ticket. I like to call. Them. <laughs> uh, 
Yo, folks, you better welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Maybe Next Time. I am your host, William Bluer, with my co-host, Simon Nets Nation. Are your is your back feeling tight? Oh, right, uh, Ben Simmons. We are back as we are each and every unrelenting week to talk all things Nets Nation and as an esteemed colleague and member of Nets Nation, I have great news for you. What's that? We have, well, not you, the oh. other, our other colleagues, our listeners. Oh, sorry, you know sorry. this, you know this. We've okay. got an action-packed episode, Simon. Yes. And there's just no two, two ways about it. Um, this is action with a capital A. Uh, we've got a bit of Nets news. We've got a new fun segment that's called Bummer Alert. Uh oh. That's just a what's happening with the Nets. The Bummer Alert segment. Um, we've got not one but two. Simon sends a tweet. Uh oh. Uh, just because you communicated with me via Twitter instead of like uh, an SMS app. Right. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say you actually shared a tweet. In those. Okay, okay. It was okay, just okay. you communicating via Twitter. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with a hard consumerism corner and then a fun twist on a mailbag that Simon is not aware of. But oh, um, you will discover in due time, as will our colleagues. Okay. Well, colleagues, buckle up. Uh, but before any of that, Simon, I want to bring up something that we discussed last episode. Okay. Okay, so delve back into the vast reservoir of memories that you have from last episode, okay? Oh, shit. And in it, (laughs) I asked you to predict the order of the following events, okay? Uh, uh, uh KD returning. Right. Kyrie being allowed to play full-time. Yeah. Ben Simmons returning. Chekamundo. And you put them in that order. Yes. So far, you are right about the first one. KD yeah, the first... has officially returned, and he helped lead us to yet another loss. <laughs> he tried. Will, God that we bless will. Him. God bless him. He tried. But I want to ask you about those other two. Are you still confident in that order? Kyrie will be allowed to play full time before the return of Ben Simmons. Um, I'm shakier on that based on the news this week, which I feel like Eric Adams has kind of been dancing around this for a while and, and kind of, kind of, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just, um, maybe I'm to blame, but, uh, for getting my, my hopes up, but it seemed like he was hinting that, that Kyrie would be able to play soon this week. He's made it pretty emphatically clear that. Kyrie will not be able to play at least in the foreseeable future, like in the near future. <laughs> There's not a long future. No, exactly to, right. Our, for our things future to... could be over in mid-April, very easily. Yeah, um, very easily. Uh, so that is not good. He says there's no plans to lift the um, employer mandate, um, which I think. Uh, requires employees of at least a certain size to have their employees uh, vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that creates a situation. Well, so sorry, I don't mean to get too much. So anyway, so um, 
So I'm much less confident in that, but I'm certainly no more, in fact, significantly less confident in Ben Simmons' arrival. So I guess I will just for the sake of... Uh, consistency? Consistency. Just keep my numbers there because, you know, they're both, you know, we're, we're, we're fucked in both ways. Like, we are. This, this we is are. like our lineup, and it, it, you know, unless poor KD gets hurt again, um, this is our lineup for a while. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't foresee the voice of the voiceless getting to play full time any time this season. Yeah. Do you? Do you think? And maybe just tell me if uh, you know this is not the appropriate um, time or even venue to mm-hmm. bring this up. Although if it's not the right venue, I'm not You're sure right. what is. You've got a it. It beggars belief. Right. But um, do you think that that this just puts the ball back in the Nets court and we need to to be saying, you know, or, or I know you're skeptical about Kyrie coming back at all, like in terms of like how much that will help. But but assuming the Nets think that it will help, do you think that the Nets should just at this point say, OK, we're we're paying the fine? Oh, I heard that they can't. Oh, yeah, they cannot pay the fine. How's that? That's not an option. Okay. Uh, I don't know which. I don't know if it was Brian Lewis or Ned State who 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 reported it, but uh, it is no longer an option. It's it would break an NBA rule. Uh huh. Yeah. By paying that fine. I just wonder. Yeah. Okay. I, I I still just wonder. At the end of the day, is the NBA really going to stand in the way of Kyrie Irving getting to to play basketball? But I hear you. Um. I, don't you just think, okay, so first let me just be 1,000% clear. Kyrie should get vaccinated. It's absurd to for the city to make a carve-out that would either just allow Kyrie to, to get vaccinated or at this point so close to, as we've talked about a number of times, so close to having laid off more than 1,000 people and possibly thousands more if those people don't get religious exceptions to the city vaccine mandate mm-hmm. um, to then just all of a sudden say, actually, these minutes don't make sense, but, and lift them. Um, so totally get that. But at the same time, the, the, the fact that they are allowing anyone into Barclays Center who is vaccinated or not means that you have a situation where it's completely fine to have as many as, whatever, 16, 17,000 unvaccinated people <laughs> inches from the court, or, you know, many of them inches from the court and, like, Kyrie can't play and Kyrie can even be there. He can be on the bench as a spectator, but he can't play. That is beyond absurd. I completely agree. I completely agree. Uh, you know what else is absurd? Ben yes. Simmons's return. Yes. Okay. Great. Another great one. And <laughs> <laughs> what is like, <laughs> I'm kind of at a loss here. Uh-huh. Uh, Rich Paul said it might be in March, I think, was the most hopeful thing they said. Yeah, week to week. (laughs) Anyway, not a good look. Meanwhile, Simon, just south of us, in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Uh home Uh of the the Liberty Bell. Yep. Uh, There's a fella playing for the Sixers right now. And he actually, I was looking in our in our fantasy basketball app, Simon. In the last month, would you like to know who the number one rated fantasy player is? 
James Harden. James Harden. That's good. Oh, we call him. Dude. We call him Hunka Junk Harden. He's currently averaging a Hunka Junk twenty six point seven points on fifty nine point five percent shooting, to go along with twelve assists and seven point five rebounds. The Philadelphia 76ers, loathsome group of individuals that they are. One thing, as as loathsome as they are, they are similarly undefeated since Harden has played with them. Uh huh. Um, does this, as as a Nets fan, Simon, does this feel good? No, I I think that that is a very easy question to answer. <laughs> I wanted I want to start with some softballs. Yeah, no, no, it does not. Uh, no, it does not. But um, I think I am mostly just jealous of the fact. Not even not that not that Harden is playing well because I I think more so than you. I have no doubt in my mind that Harden will crumble now or later maybe it'll come today when they play the heat maybe it'll come in the postseason maybe it'll come um you know when god himself smites him on the basketball exactly but i have no doubt that that harden will crumble that a lot of what we saw was signs of at the very least mental fragility um rather than just like Loafing. There was definitely the loafing towards the end, for sure. No one's going to say that wasn't some some grade A loafing. Mm-hmm. But um, I do think that there were signs of real mental as well as physical decline that I think is going to pop up when, say, he's not playing the Knicks twice or the Timberwolves and the Red Hot Timberwolves. Though, yeah, Red Hot though coming off a. Uh, Back to back, right? I mean, there's no doubt about it. You'd rather have Harden doing this for three games than a guy who is week to week, who Sean Marks laid out a timetable-ish that seems like the soonest he could be back is maybe the 18th of March or something, like which would be a month and, you know, over a week from when he was uh, brought over here. Um, That is terrible, but... Um, I just don't, um, I, I am not so worried about that. I, Can I, you believe, did you hear this? He yeah. had the gall and this, Simon, I'm sorry to provoke you this early, probably before you've even had a cup of Joe. Correct. But, and I know you're a man who needs his coffee. Yeah, I need my Jojo. James Harden had the sheer gall to say that the crowd in Philadelphia was the best crowd he's ever played in front of. <laughs> Does he not remember <laughs> that time when the when Barclays was filled with almost more fans than the other team had? Yeah, I'm not. I, you'd have to remind me of the, what the game that was, but um, yeah, no, but that is insulting to the Rockets. Yeah, but I mean, if I have to start taking the Rockets' feelings into account, Simon, my empathic. <laughs> Uh, capacity will soon be overwhelmed, okay? <laughs> I just can't do it. The Rockets, honestly, and this is going to sound harsh, but they can, you can fuck their feelings, okay? Yoach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, again, I I just, I, I know the man well enough to know that 
or, or to really feel strongly, as I've said, I, I think that wonderful, great crowd in Philly mm-hmm. is going to turn on on old heart. We're in a honeymoon period right now. Everyone's saying the right things. Okay, but, so what's your relationship thing? Oh yeah. Okay, here we go. All so, right. hey, and look, you're you're doing two things. It looks like you're stretching while while breaking yeah, my, my breaking this down for us. Been acting up like a mother. Um. Uh. Okay, folks. You know, and I said a bit of this last week, but I'm really going to delve into it here. Okay. Yeah. You're. You just. You know, James is in this. This. You know, you 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 managed to get. Um, a guy you believe is a catch. You've, you've traded up from from that bum you were dating before. He was rational. He, he was arrogant. He was unreliable. He was self-obsessed. He was toxic. Okay? <laughs> you've traded up, and now, um, you know... You're you're with uh, that was Ben Simmons. I realize I could be describing Kyrie, but in this case, I'm describing Ben Simmons. Okay, they're now on the same. Team. Okay, okay, um, okay. I think I'm following. Okay, <laughs> and now you're like, oh, I've got this James Harden. He is he is so sweet to me. He says all the right things. He's got a a, a smile that could power a, a factory. Mm-hmm. Like he, what kind um, of factory? A um, a a um, a um, cheese uh, cream cheese factory. Okay, Philadelphia cream. Philadelphia cheese. cream cheese factory. Yeah, okay. I'd like like the big tubs or like a little single this, use container. This place is so. <laughs> so this place is responsible for 60 to 70 percent of the philadelphia of the cream nation's philadelphia the, the cream united cheese. states consumes. Wow. that's wow. right it is a big factory with that with that weasley little smile of his um i thought simon as a patriot i thought we needed to uh, get the keystone pipeline going again yeah mm-hmm. um which you know is a big big talking point currently yes uh it sounds like we could just harvest some of the energy emanating from Harden's Oops. smile. That's right, but you know what? That's the dirtiest energy imaginable. Okay, <laughs> if you think, if you think, uh, what what is the it? Tar Shale sands. Tar sands, right? Is dirty energy? Uh-huh. You've never seen it. So anyway, <laughs> so you've got Jamesy Harden. He, he's he's wonderful, and then all of a sudden, you, you got you have some gastrointestinal issues. You fart in front of him. Okay, you've never done that before. Oh my god. Loudly? He looks, he looks at you and it's not the reaction you, you wanted. It's not like you wanted him to like lust for you at that moment. Yeah. But you might you know, expect a kinder sort of audience given that, you know, it's you know, your body, everyone everyone farts. Um, but you don't think anything of it. Then it's it's that you know that night and you figure you know you've been dating a while it's time to put on the mouth guard okay it's not you know you grind your teeth it's you don't want to shave off too much of your your enamel you're uh, getting a little personal you, you want to put on your mouth guard mm-hmm. um and um james looks again and he's like whoa this is you know I, i'm used to prime time no mouth guard sure here yeah 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 um 
he he does not like that. And you realize he's only interested in you at your you know your peak moments. Your your if you've been he's made a, up. Your Instagram self. Exactly, exactly. But you know what? You have your blemishes just like anyone else. And you know when when the times are tough, when you, when you're having a bad hair day, when you haven't brushed your teeth yet, whatever. Um, Harden just wants no part of you, and and he's gonna cool on you because when when the going gets tough, that guy does not get going. He he starts to feel like you know it's your fault, and you know he needs to look elsewhere. So watch out for it, Philly. It's coming. You're gonna boom. He's a piece of shit. He's a dirty dog. And sure, he might be better than Ben Simmons, who's never gonna play an NBA game again. We'd all agree with that. Okay. Um. And, uh, but you know, he's going to turn on you. Yeah. Don't the, the TLDR version of that is don't fart in front of James Hart. Don't fart in front of him, but you know what? You're going to have to, because your body produces gas. Exactly. You can't run out of the room every time you need to fart. Exactly. Uh, clinch your sphincter as you might. Simon, (laughs) speaking of spinch, (laughs) clinched sphincters. Yes. Hit me. Uh, the Nets are kind of a bummer right now. They suck. In uh, a big, there are 18 way. games left. Yep. They went 5-16 and 16 without KD. They're 0-1 with him back. Mm-hmm. We are barely holding on to 8th place, which You were a half game, right? Yeah, which will, which means if we fall out of 8th into ninth or 10th, we'd have to win two play-in games in order to get into the playoffs. If we remain in eighth, we would just have to beat the Raptors. Of course, um, that would also mean that we would have to travel to Toronto. So Kyrie wouldn't be playing in that game. Yep. Uh, KD after the game, the heat game. And I like this quote and and I like KD and I want to say that up front, even though this is a bummer alert segment. Uh, KD said, there's no moral victories. I feel great, and I'm only going to get better and more comfortable out there and carry more of a load when I get more games under my belt. I felt solid. So, owns it. There's no moral victories, right? We can't, we can't take pride in what we did. But he's trying to remain positive out there, and you said it yourself. He's the leader. He feels great. He's going to get more comfortable. Hope springs eternal. Simon... Is hope eternally springing for you? Uh, no, because as we we texted about, he it's the the team sucks for many many reasons. Um, chief among I agree. I think the whole the 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 spark. I agree with you is Kyrie. Um, but he has set off just so many issues. One of which is like. There's something like, rotten in the state of Denmark, I think. There's something to... very rotten, very rotten, because it's anything from a lack of effort, which I think we actually did do better against the the Raptors, but, um, yeah, I mean, we still lost. But the second game against the Raptors, we were, we were it seemed like we, we did try, at least. Um, but there's things like yesterday or, t- or two days ago, when we played the Heat, uh, Dragic had this quote that like three of us seemed to be switching on screens and two of us were blitzing. Yeah, like 
that is a disaster. If for that to be happening um, with 18 games left to play in the season, that is horrible. Meanwhile, the the Raptors are like throwing out a bunch of like exotic defenses to kind of like throw us off our game. Like we couldn't run a fucking regular defense. Just pick a defense. Um, we couldn't get it across to all five of the members of our team that were on the court, which, which defense we were playing. Um, and that's a function of, you know, all sorts of things, including the fact that we've had injuries, etc. But like every team, I was just talking to Lane, as you know, yesterday, he's like, man, we've been really hit by injuries. I think every NBA, team, we talked to the Bucks guys are like, boy, our injuries were so bad. Like, yes, our injuries have been horrible, but like, Tons of teams are dealing with that and have dealt with that. No, I I agree. Something something's very very wrong. I was reading an article today by the Basketball Network. Yeah. Okay. And they said the following. They pointed this out, and it's not good. There has not been a single team in seventy five years that's lost seven consecutive games. And won the NBA championship that season. The yeah. Nets just came off an 11-game losing stretch. Yeah. So the article is basically this person trying to reckon with their two minds. One of their minds is the <laughs> rational mind, which says um, there is something to the idea that a team needs chemistry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And all indicators would suggest that this team has no chemistry and has developed no chemistry. Yes. And it's looking bleak. On the Mm -hmm. other hand, his irrational, let's call it fan brain, is saying they have Kevin Durant. Anything's possible. And I think that's sort of what we've been banking on this sort of 2K version of the Nets, right? You just throw enough talent on the court. And somehow that will congeal into a perfect NBA team. Yeah. Uh, and in the de- in defense of Harden, Kyrie, and um, Durant, it did. They were thirteen and three. They were seemingly unstoppable when the three of them played together. Yeah. And that didn't really require that much chemistry. Um, but again, we are dealing completely in the theoretical. We don't know when or if we are going to see Ben Simmons. We don't know when and if Kyrie is going to be able to play full time. Uh, so at this point, it seems like the only rational conclusion we could possibly reach is that this just isn't a championship season, despite what they continue to say that that's sort of the goal of the team this year. Exactly, and I will add, I have not checked within the last, I don't know, three days, but as of earlier this week, the Nets were still the favored betting team, like the the favorite on like betting apps. If you could short that, uh, I would short it. (laughs) I would short it like a mother. I would put my life savings on shorting that, right? I don't think, I would say the Raptors... The Cavaliers. I would say every team in front of us in the standings has a in the East has a better chance of winning the championship than us. Oh, I don't think that's true. Really? Definitely not. I mean, Ooh. the Raptors, no chance. The, really? No. the The Cavs, no chance in hell. Um, but 
Let's see who else is there. Boston, yes. Chicago, I guess if you squint. Milwaukee, obviously. Philly and Miami, I could definitely see. But yeah, I at least at least five teams have a better chance than us. And hell, why not throw Atlanta in that too? Right. There's they're scorching hot six and four over the last ten. We haven't been six and four in God knows. No, no, no. We're we're. Uh, I mean, Detroit's five and five over their last hit. Detroit, they're trying to tank. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and they did the us magic are four and six. The magic. If we, if we, William, if we had um, <laughs> won that fucking Heat game, um, the the Pistons actually did us a solid and beat the Raptors. Wow, that's huge. So, I know. So we could have been. I think it would have been two games behind. Apparently, the, the uh, Pistons are absolute Raptor killers because Dwayne Casey is the coach of the Pistons. Uh-huh, and right. I listened to this podcast, No Dunks, they're all Canadian and Raptors fans. And they, I think they were saying that if not, if, if Dwayne Casey isn't totally undefeated against the Raptors since then, and they've always had the worst team, but I, th- I think they've beaten the Raptors every time they face them since Dwayne Casey's been their coach. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, that's a fun. You know, this isn't a, a Raptors podcast, but I no. like to I like to talk Raptors every now and again. Sure. How much more fun would it be to be rooting for the Raptors than this current Nets team? Um, I don't know that there's a team that is less fun. The Pacers? No, uh, they have Halliburton. He's more fun. The Kings? No, I like De'Aaron Fox and and. Uh, Demontis Sabonis. Honestly, I would be okay. I know I've actually thought of. T- I I actually think the Kings would be worse because Knicks would be worse. Knicks would be. I was just gonna say the Knicks would be worse, um, just because they too have had a a like a, a fall from grace and like at least you and I, as you just laid out, there is a theoretical world where you could say our three best guys get together and we all have a have a good um, world. Oh, we forgot to say Joe Harris is out for the season. Yeah, I was going to uh, try to oh, bring sorry, it up. Sorry. No, it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, someone's got to say it. it's the elephant in the room. Right. <laughs> We're all thinking at Nets Nation. But 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 so that theoretical piece has has officially fallen off. But like the Knicks is just like, I don't know, like I thought, you know, Julius Randle was a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's 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 pretty ugly. Uh, wonderfully ugly. Now, Simon, before we get to consumerism corner, you had something you wanted to say about Jacques Vaughn. Yes, thank you, William. And it has changed since when I put that in. This is just a quick thing. I thought for after the second Raptors game, uh-huh. I was like, man, I bet Steve Nash is like getting somebody to so, somebody's he's renting some nostrils to take a a COVID test to, to get out there because. They played with the Nets. Played with a sense of urgency and um, and togetherness that I just don't know that Nash has been able to muster for quite some time. Um, and that's what Jacques Vaughn did in the bubble as well. Um, oh you yeah, know, he took. He, if you think this iteration of the Nets is bad, um, with or without KD, that bubble team was one of the worst NBA teams in history. Oh yeah, in terms of talent. Um, but they won, you know, a number of games. They made it to the playoffs. They even came relatively close to winning the playoff game. 
Um, and that's kind of what Jacques does. But then we lost to the Heat in one of the ways, as I mentioned, was um, not being able to deal with the Raptors defense, or sorry, the um, the Heat defense and or getting the Nets to play a consistent style of defense. So mm-hmm. um, that does not speak well for the coach. So, um, you know, good good and bad on the Jockster. Yeah, love Jock. Think he should have a, a job. No, still very much unsure whether Steve Nash is a good coach or not. Yeah. Um, I think generously we could say the jury's still out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, all right, Simon, it's consumerism corner time. Hit me with it. Are I, you ready? I love these things, yeah. Um, now, I do like – should should I suggest that our colleagues who are listening um, do what you're doing and, and shut their eyes while I do this? <laughs> I'm getting an audio oasis, baby. <laughs> this is just sort of a soundscape I'm creating for everyone involved. <laughs> Let it wash over you, Simon. <laughs> uh, headline of the week from the New York Post, Simon, to kick off Consumerism Corner. Quote, did Vladimir Putin pressure Mikhail Prokhorov to sell the Brooklyn Nets? Yes, some real international intrigue on some the Some international in the intrigue, and honestly, read the article because it's exactly why you should not read the New York Post. <laughs> <laughs> the quote-unquote evidence is, believe it or not, an unnamed source. Uh-uh. Um saying, but as tensions between the U.S. and Russia over Crimea grew, Putin in 2016 also began pressuring Prokhorov to sell the nets, according to sources. Again, unnamed. That's because Putin, especially during times of political turmoil, will test the loyalty of oligarchs with assets in the West to show they won't get too close to the U.S. or Europe, according to one source close to the situation. So this is all coming from one unnamed source. Yeah. Um, Then, naturally (laughs) enough, Prokhorov completely denies it. Uh-huh. Okay, on the record. Obviously. On the record, yes. Uh, his spokesman said, Mikhail had said for years before Josiah appeared that he was open for discussion about the Nets. He was not pressured by anyone to sell unless you mean the pressure of the attractive offer he received for the team and arena at the time. I would say it was a pretty attractive offer considering it was the most any team has ever sold for. <laughs> and it was for the Nets. And it was for a team <laughs> nobody likes. <laughs> And in case people are forgetting what team um, he sold, it was the Nets. Right. And because we live in a um, politically, basically amnesic or illiterate country, mm-hmm. um, the idea that the NBA is relieved about this is is put forth. So it says, insiders say the NBA was relieved. That's because the league likewise had been concerned that tougher sanctions against Russian oligarchs could force it into an awkward spot for having approved Prokhorov as an owner, sources said. So I could imagine... If Joe Sixpack had yes. come in, right? Uh, he was born in Iowa. Yeah, he made mm-hmm. his money in Big Agra, right? And sure. he swept in with his bags of money to buy this good red, white, and blue American team 
from an evil, nefarious Russian oligarch. Okay? Right, after feeding America. I could see why the NBA would be relieved about that. Yeah, what I think I know where you're going. What is omitted from this article <laughs> is that it was purchased by a Chinese oligarch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm unaware of why that's controversial, but... Um... <laughs> No, to- totally. It's it, yes, ex- exactly. Um, that is that's a big omission. Yeah, like they just breathed a sigh of relief instead of having a Russian own a team, another country that we hold up as the empire of evil, and who is also very closely tied to the Chinese government. <laughs> right, um, right. Like I mean, it's yeah, not like he's. You yeah, can't. You can't. You can't become a billionaire in China without ties to the government. Right. right. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, for now, they've bought themselves six months to a year. Right. I mean, if that's, um, really, what they, if that's really what they were concerned about, right. you think they could have gotten a Steve Schwartzman type to buy the company. Sure. Yeah, we've got our own billionaires here. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Or, yeah, Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen, yeah, yeah. Uh, both tremendous pieces of shit, but we uh, we revere them, of course. Um, so anyway, that's our consumerism corner, Simon. Are you convinced um, that that uh, evil Putin did that? Force program um, to sell by by the one source who suggested he might have. I am I am not convinced, William, but I do think that that's like possible, right? It's plausible that sure. Putin was like, you know, bring your assets home a little bit, or at least not in the U.S. Um, but yeah, I, I I I will need more convincing. I I think I'll need more evidence as well. Um, until I'm I'm totally convinced. <laughs> also, if I'm being super honest with our colleague Simon, I, I don't care. Uh-oh, truth bomb. I, I just I just if we're gonna have any billionaires as owners, then uh, I'm not going to nitpick about which ones we have. Sure, sure. Um, obviously, I'm for the uh, seizure of all the owners' capital and redistribution yep. of said yeah. capital. But if barring that, they can do whatever they want. Any of them can own any team they want. All right, that's right, baby. Um, all right, so Simon, we didn't get any mailbag questions this week. Oh, <laughs> but I what I wanted to do. Simon is write some of my own mailbag questions as sort of an example of the types of things <laughs> we would love our colleagues, aka listeners, aka meal tickets, aka meal tickets. I won't tell you how much Simon and I made last month, but just know it could pay for a very, very, very small fraction of a meal. <laughs> I'm still counting mine. <laughs> uh, anyway, we may have we may have made a mistake when we jumped right, from one tickets. podcast. Let's get up those numbers, okay? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we love we love some questions from you. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read some questions to you, Simon. And this is hopefully gonna get the creative juices of our colleagues flowing, so that they 
just flood us with uh, questions. You can uh, you can uh, DM us on Twitter. We are open to DMs. You can hit us up on Gmail. Maybe next time at gmail.com. Um, hit us up on IG. It's one of the few um, Instagram accounts I am able to access. I am in week two of the struggle oh, no, to reclaim my personal Instagram account. It's still going, huh? Yes, I've sent another extremely <laughs> lengthy email detailing <laughs> my history with that account and other pertinent biographical details that should corroborate I am who I say I am. Uh-huh. Uh, I have not heard a peep since sending that email. <laughs> uh, so they are currently in possession of, well, not only my account, but two other personal images have sent me of me with numbers written on pieces of paper, <laughs> as well as at this point, close to 10,000 words detailing in agonizing depth who I am as a human being. Right, so, you've, you've 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 told them details you've never revealed to your psychologist. Absolutely, I would not share this with anyone but the bot <laughs> email I'm getting from Facebook. <laughs> Whatever it takes, huh? Whatever it takes. Uh, anyway, so hit us up on one of those platforms with some questions. We would love to hear from you. Uh, here's my first question for you, Simon. Okay, and this, folks, you can even take parts of these questions, tweak them, rework them, and and shoot them back at us, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's fair, right? Question Mad Lib. Question, exactly, question Mad Lib. Here's my first question for you, Simon, as if it were a mailbag question. You know how some pets are described as food-motivated? Yes, absolutely. Is your pet food-motivated? He certainly is. Devo is all about that food, 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 as well as um, my former um, dog, Woody. Great. So uh, that, for instance, we could stop right there. That would be a perfectly fine question. It's not the question I'm going to get to, but that would have been <laughs> a fine question. Yeah. Do you have a food motive? Do you currently have or have you ever had a food-motivated pet? Yes. And Simon and I would both gladly... Um, relish the opportunity to talk about that with you, to open up a bit. What's your answer? You have What's, opened up. Oh, is Coach Food motivated? Yeah, Coach or Matt or... I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I feed so, him, don't I? <laughs> Nets colleagues, if I were you, I would not ask William that. <laughs> He doesn't I mean, seem to really open up. He's a closed book on that topic. All right. So, Simon, speaking of food motivation, imagine for a moment that Ben Simmons is a mm. food-motivated person. Okay, okay. Okay. What meal would you make for Ben Simmons to entice him to play in a basketball game this season? Okay. Great question. Are my first... My first question is, is it something that I could realistically make? No, or is this just, no, okay, no, okay. no, no, no. This is okay. like, this can be the platonic ideal of this food. Okay, wonderful. All right, I'm going to make him, William, <laughs> a, yes. a filet mignon. I, I knew that was what you were going to say. Did you? Yes, of course. 
It's like, what does he think is the fanciest, nicest food imaginable? <laughs> what Filet is nicer? Min- <laughs> what is nicer? I will end this call if you say anything other than a filet mignon. It's fucking nicer. <laughs> a filet mignon, okay? Yeah. With a decadent chimichurri sauce, okay? Creamy garlic mashed potatoes. And cream, no, sorry, scratch that, sautéed spinach. I actually do believe sautéed spinach is better than cream spinach, although uh, I like both. Sure. Like the best, you think the best sautéed spinach is better than the best cream spinach? Uh, yeah, in my experience, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, cream spinach, I think they're very, very different things. Uh, yeah, I mean, one is uh, sort of in my in my view anyway. I feel like sautéed spinach is great, like citrusy, like a nice lemon to it. Oh yeah, sure. Salt, garlic. Oh yeah. Hubba hubba. Mm-hmm. Hubba hubba. Uh, okay, great. So uh, a steak and some sautéed spinach and creamy mashed potatoes and creamy mashed potatoes. Is there going to be a dessert? Because he is food motivated, after all. Like Woody. <laughs> like Woody before him. Um I would say um mm, I give him a, a classic Sunday, William. Oh two wow. scoops, okay. vanilla ice cream, chocolate sauce, peanuts on top, okay. whipped cream. A cherry. Cherry yeah. and Check this out. Yeah. Multicolored sprinkles. Oh, wow. wow now, that's wow. just a classic American Sunday. That is classic as uh, a Russian billionaire selling his NBA team to a Chinese billionaire. Yes, that's as American as apple pie. Um, all right. Great, <laughs> great response. I was hoping you would say lava cake. Oh, you're more of a lava cake guy. I than, think than lava I cake is one of the grossest things ever, but I think it's amazingly cool. Yeah, sure. Have you ever eaten it? I'm sure I've probably eaten it. Okay. I'm definitely going to get it when we go to uh, Rainforest Cafe. Oh, awesome. Yeah, they have an awesome... Um, is that their special? They have like a crazy dessert. Yeah, Maybe it that has like it sparklers yeah. in it. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, is that I, th- the I think cake? that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. All right, here's another mailbag question to stimulate our colleagues' minds. Sometimes, in order to fully get over an ex, you have to meet someone new. Mm-hmm. Right? Who mm-hmm. do you think you could introduce Kevin Durant to uh, who could help him get over Kyrie? Right, and it wasn't James Harden. Right. NBA player or otherwise. Right. Or otherwise. Okay. Jason Schwartzman. No. Um, <laughs> uh, Both like weed. <laughs> no. Um, and it's not Ben Simmons. I'll tell you that yeah. much. You are speaking straight into the ceiling right okay, now. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's sorry. okay. It Don't apologize ha- to me. You know when you um, when you like, try to fall asleep while you're doing a podcast? You, yeah, I know. <laughs> when you're on the therapist couch, you know, and you're kind yeah. of just staring up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your I, therapy. I get my thinking going best. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I will contort myself in a way that's more auditorily pleasing. Thank you. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, shit. You got to get another pillow under there, buddy. No kidding. All right. Um, who who would I introduce him to? You know who I think? Who would he like? Um, I'm going to stick with player and... I'm gonna say, I think Luka Doncic. Oh wow! Because um, I I think that would be a good combo. I mean, they they both need the ball, sure, but Durant I think has proven that like you could just kind of do your own thing and whatever, and like you know he doesn't need to like catch a rhythm or like get a certain number of touches or get it at a certain time or get rolling early or whatever. You can just throw him the ball whenever is best, and he can manufacture points. I was um, fantasizing about LeBron somehow coming to the Nets. Oh, sure. Because, you know, the rumors are flying that he's really unhappy in L.A. with great reason. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, part I, of which he's created, but yes. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I just... Uh, I don't know how it would happen, Mm-hmm. but... I think those two would play well together. Sure. Um, all right. Next question, Simon. Okay. If this Nets team were an item on Neptune Diner's menu, ooh, what would it be? Um, I think it'd be the Neptune Griller. The Griller. That's served it- on a croissant. Yes, is it sounds okay. It doesn't sound bad, right. and I I'll honestly forget what's in. Let it's me, a me... croissant. I think it has chick grilled chicken, maybe avocado, maybe some bacon, and cheese right. on a croissant. Right. Yeah, that does not sound bad, but no, it, it sounds fantastic. Is bad. I think John um, Sprick, Ben Van Sprecker, yeah, got it. He hated um, it. I don't think he was able to eat more than a, a couple bites, honestly. Exactly. So. That that tells you all you need to know. Um, it's it isn't actually good, and that's sort of the Nets. You know, as we talked about, theoretically, Nets good in practice. We're a five hundred team, right? Um, all right. Final question, Simon. If you had one Nets redo or take backsy <laughs> in the last three years. <laughs> Any Nets move you could you could just wipe out wipe out, okay? Mm-hmm. What what would it be? Well, so let me ask you this. Can I get Kevin Durant without Kyrie Irving, or do we have to consider that a package deal? Mm, I think it's too easy. Yeah. Um given that I mean you could say if there's ever once been a call for a trade for Kyrie Irving to have just executed said trade. Right. I guess I would say, I guess I would say that. Um, I think we need to, I'm like you. I, I mean, not as strongly as you, but I I do feel like we need to move on from Kyrie. I am. I I do think the only, so I guess I would say that the only other thing I was going to say, William is, and this sounds crazy. But hear me out. I was going to say not trade for James Harden, 
not because those three didn't play great together and could have won a championship, I think, um, but because, and assuming in my fantasy world, we wouldn't have traded those picks for something else. Like we would still have the picks. And to me, part of what's weighing this season down is the fact that like, fuck, we don't have our next pick until your daughter is in elementary school. Um, we don't have control of our picks until then. Like, fuck, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like, th- it could be this year. If you're just looking at this year and you're 32 and 32, Kyrie is destroying the team. But you still have all your picks. It's like, okay, well, this didn't work. That's a shame. But, you know, it's, you right. know. Let's Stiff just... upper lip. Move on. Right. Exactly. Let's try something else. But now it's like, fuck, okay, we're digging out of, you know, and that's part of why the Simmons trade happened is because it's like, shit, we, we invested all these, this capital into James Harden. We've got to get something for him. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say some runner-ups would be Jared Allen leaving. Uh-huh, yeah. Signing DeAndre Jordan to a four-year, forty million dollar thing. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Torian Prince. Don't forget, we had to trade James Harden just to get rid of Torian Prince. Yeah, trade for James Harden. Right, Toto. Um, he wasn't great. <laughs> uh, Paul Millsap. Oh, come on, man! That was just a minimum. You are uh, so hard uh, on four ball. Uh, you think I'm hard on him? Listen to some of the national pods talking about him. It is brutal. What are they saying? Oh, uh, that the Sixers desperately need to get someone to so that Paul Millsap doesn't have to ever play basketball again. And they, and they settled on DeAndre Jordan. I mean, again, Harden must know. He's like, I ran with both these guys, and DeAndre has a little more left in him than uh, old old PM. That's rough. That's brutal yeah you never want to hear that um all right well those are the types of questions colleagues that we uh would love to get from you so hit us up maybe next time at gmail.com or on twitter or on instagram we'd love to hear from you simon it has been a pleasure talking to you in bed for the last yeah, 50 on bed on well, i'm bed. in bed i'm in bed Somewhere in or around your bed for the last 53 minutes. Absolutely. Um, I I hope you get a cup of joe sooner than later. No kidding, buddy. I got to get this booty in gear. You got to get this booty in gear, baby. And uh, colleagues out there, we've had a great time. And we'll go ahead. And what we're going to do is we're going to uh, see ya next time. I was tired of my lady We'd been together too long Like a worn out recording Of a favorite song So while she lay there sleeping I read the paper in bed And in the personal columns There was this letter I read If you like pina colada